It's football time in the bluegrass. You're listening to the KSR Football Podcast. The KSR Football Podcast is back. We're back here at KS Bar. I'm Nick Roush. That's Freddie Maggard, Drew Franklin, Charles Walker. We got the whole gang here. This is the first? It's the first time I think we've had the full gang since Austin left us. Freddie kicked him out. He said, go make some money in the XFL. We know we cut Austin. Don't don't That's give right. Austin the yeah. credit. He didn't leave us. He got cut, and then he got picked up. We don't say the C word about Austin. Well, he's about to get paid, I believe. He keeps making every field goal. But good to have Charles and here and Freddie together. I know. The, the new team. It's been yeah. a while. Charles it's been a while, Freddie. Busy uh, skiing and living the life of luxury. Is yeah. this like an official season kickoff? Is this a new season for us? Season six? Season six. Or five? I don't even know. I said six. We've been doing this since I was in college, which wasn't that long ago because I was in college forever. Five, seven, 23 years, Me something too. like that. But I think it technically is season six. We started this in 2015 um, in the first podcast. If you all listen to it, it sounds like it was recorded in an aquarium. <laughs> and now we're talking about a Kentucky football team that is going to win the national championship. Correct, Freddie? <laughs> Way to put me on the spot there, Nicholas. You're, you're welcome. Yeah. yeah. It's good to be here. Yeah, it is good to be here. <laughs> he um, did, didn't even entertain that. No, that. he didn't. I should have kicked it to yeah, I'll say go. it. The football team that will win the SEC East. There then we go. we'll go from there. Yes. Okay. That's a good start. Yes. That's a good start. And we're feeling good. We're hydrated thanks to our friends yes, from Sword. Absolutely. Man, we got a couple shields out here. Charles finally got to try some. And <laughs> it was my first time, too. My first Sword shield. For in. I think it's going to be a part of uh, Chuck's regimen that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, just making sure that you keep because it's it's got the all natural ingredients and the electrolytes that you need to make sure you don't get dehydrated, Charles. I don't know if I'm allowed to comment on it, but I will say it is a better tasting Propel that has no aftertaste. Yeah, that's which nice. is I mean it's wonderful. Well, I always get thirsty, Freddie, when yeah. I drink some of those other sports drinks. You're still thirsty afterwards. Well, I drink sword for a different reason. Really? Yeah. I have rheumatoid arthritis, which means if you see me limping around, which it's cold last and week I couldn't hardly even walk. Mm-hmm. So I drink so- two swords a day, in the morning and then later in the afternoon. For me, what it does is the hydration part portion of with rheumatoid arthritis. You deal with cramps a lot because you're straining different muscles to walk. You're limping, whatever, huh. and cramps will keep me up all night and just oh, kick my, my hands with cramp, everything with cramps. So, I drink two swords a day, and I've been doing so for about a week now, and I no longer have the cramps. Oh, oh that's yeah. good. Yeah, so that that's uh, that, that's the what I use it for. It also tastes great, but. Uh, I use it to help me battle rheumatoid arthritis as far as the hydration <coughs> and, cramp- and prevent cramps. It's done great for me. I just uh, like the, the perspectives of rheumatoid arthritis yeah. versus kicking away a hangover. 
<laughs> yeah, well, I was about to say uh, I worked out one time in sixth grade, and I said I'll never do that again. These weights are heavy. <laughs> so I don't sweat a lot, but yeah. I do party a lot. Right. And next week will be the SEC tournament. Oh, goodness gracious. It, it is the Super Bowl parties. I'll probably sleep two hours, but I think I'm, I'm going to have to take some of these with me. Man, I'm worried about you down there, Drew, because Charles Walker's going down there. When Charles Walker comes in with any other KSR football podcasters, I, I think he drugs them. That's what he did to me, at least. Listen, in Nashville, that's a home game for me. I'll take on <laughs> Charles and all comers if they want to see who can stay out the latest. I do not want to play that game. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to lose that or game Or else I will need Walker. multiple swords the next morning. He's going to be waving a fair catch before you know it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it feels good to move. be back. It that, feels, one still, <laughs> that one still hurts. It feels good to be back. The Kentucky football team, they're back. They practiced today. Second time this week they had the helmets on. Um uh, I just like that we like there's actual football stuff like happening out there. Like we don't have to just say, well, um, this is what we think is going to happen this year, Freddie. We have position moves, uh, number changes, a lot to talk about. Yeah, the position moves interest me more than the number changes, obviously. Oh come uh, on. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> uh, moving uh, some players around. Uh, I think the biggest news so far is is the move from Josh Pascal from that outside linebacker slash defensive end down to defensive end. Mm-hmm. That gives you an automatic starter there. Two spots with with uh, uh, Calvin Taylor Jr. T.J. Carter both graduating. That was a concern for me. Yeah. I know Cordell Looney could step in and start also. Right, But right. now having uh, Phil Hoskins back on the field after missing 2018 and having Josh Paschal there along with Cordell Looney, you have experience. Right. With you add Quentin Bohanna. And and, and Bully McCall, Drew's my guy. guy. Yeah, that defensive line looks formidable now. Yeah. It's not as long as it was last year with Calvin Taylor Jr. and T.J. Carter both being six four, six five plus. Yeah. Calvin being six nine. Cal- Calvin, uh, yeah, he could play center for Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, but but I think moving Pascal down the defensive end really opens up spots for more players in a rotation at outside linebacker positions. Yeah, because they're loaded on the edge. Yeah. Uh, you, and as much as we, we only saw J.J. Weaver and a couple of snapshots of it, mm-hmm. we need to get more J.J. Weaver in the mix. And by moving Pascal down, you do that. You get a little bit, as Brad White said, <clears throat> we're, just, we're just the shapes are a little bit different. Yeah. You know, it, it still <laughs> looks like a big defensive line, but just, you know, the shapes are off. Well, I saw a picture of Josh Pascal. I guess maybe after practice or after lift with his shirt off. And, I mean, he looks like a hybrid linebacker, D lineman. So, him being on the line and that speed, I just think he's unstoppable. Charles, to me, he's a 4-3 four, defensive end playing in a 3-4 system. Yep. At 274 pounds now. 275. Two, 275. He added a pound. Yeah. So yeah, I, he had a ham sandwich well, yeah, after that. I, yeah. I think that's a versatile role where when Josh looks to project to the NFL – He's played the outside linebacker. He stood up, rushed the passer. Now he's got his hand in the dirt. I think he can play a 3-4 or a 4-3 defensive end yeah. with his body size and twitchiness as an athlete. I love twitchiness. Twitchiness. It's That's a, a good football. i got to remember that one. Ooh. You really sound like you know what you're talking about if you talk about a guy's twitch. Yes, because yeah. normally twitches mean that like I'm dehydrated mm-hmm. and I can't sleep and I just start <clears> twitching. But in their case, it means that they're just faster than everybody else. The new else. one at the combine is, is ankle stiffness. Ankle <laughs> stiffness. Yeah. Oh, ankle. so you're telling so me. So is that big in, in linemen? Yes. Ankle yeah. flexibility is the new. <laughs> Are you telling me I could get out in front of this and yeah. people will think I might have started yes. it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I'm all about ankle stiffness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. But it's just a lineman thing. Yeah. So, like, 
you set me up to talk about my favorite player in the history yes. of sports, Bully McCall. Yeah. Saw him at the game, took a selfie. I still haven't come down from that high yet of seeing Bully in, in person and getting a picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so but, – but, Go ahead, sorry. I, I was just going to ask, like, are you all um, – did you, like, exchange friendship braces? Like, like wh- how did that well, unfold? Well, uh, hopefully no U.K. people are listening to this. No, but of course not. We met, uh, we shook hands, we took a picture, and then I slid in the DMs to be safe. Just to, you know, it's not, every, sure not every day you meet the hero. But I was very excited to meet Bully. And it was actually kind of sad because he was like, you want a picture with me? And then he was like, you don't even know who I am. And I wanted to be like – Dude, you're one of the best recruits we've gotten. You're going to be one of the stars of this team moving forward. But it's like I felt the football guy, the old – like he doesn't feel as important. When no. It's like, you, dude, you're just – You're, you're boy. You're on the SEC East champion. Everyone should want a picture with you. I'll give him credit, though. We, we took one, and he said we got to do another one get my ring in it. So we took Ooh, a second one yeah. where he's kind of giving important. a peace sign or something and flashing the ring. Oh, man. Bully's ready to go. How Kentucky's recruiting at a different level now. Just look at the nose tackle position. Quentin Bohanna, yep. Bully McCall, yep. and then Justin Rogers, a true freshman, a five-star coming in that could compete at that position. They had Kayvon well. Butler in there, too, and he was a guy that Kentucky had to beat Ohio State for. And Alabama. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've so heard just, of them. Just think of the four They're potential usually, nose tackles there. They're usually pretty good at football. Yeah, that's, that's a lot of dudes. That's a lot of dudes inside. The other guy that I, I talked to today – so this is where I'm confused, Drew. You said Bully's your guy, but I thought Big Snack was your guy. I mean, I have multiple guys, but Bully's probably number one in my heart. Just as basketball fans know, Nick Richards is number one in my heart. I think Bully's first, but I also love Big Snack. I'm excited to hear you talk to him today. I intentionally didn't ask you anything. Yes. Because this is, this is more of I'm a listener today for you after today's practice. So uh, Big Snack, uh, a.k.a. Phil Hoskins, uh, we finally figured out what the hell happened to him. Yeah, that was like the biggest – Mystery all last season. That injury was weird. It was uh, right before the Florida game. He he he's had to go through a two-game academic suspension. And we're like, all right, Phil Hoskins time. We're gonna get some pressure on him. We're gonna have him back. And then he just like starts like flailing in the end zone and like dragging his leg. And they're carrying him off. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa! What, what happened to our guy Phil? And the way he put it, he just said it was kind of a freak thing where he stepped on somebody. His knee kind of got drugged. He sprained his MCL. And his meniscus, he's like, the doctor basically said his femur hit his kneecap, which mm. sounds painful. Like, it just like a clap, clap, kind of, I don't know what. But they kept telling him, you'll be good in a month. You'll be good in a month. And he's like, it just didn't get better. It just, I don't know what it was. It didn't work. And he's like, even now, he's still uh, having to figure things out. Yeah, I mean, that was the third week of September. It's March now. Yeah. So, he's, he's kind of getting back in the groove of things, getting that muscle <laughs> memory back. Um, but was just, like, ecstatic that he got that six-year. Because six years, you don't get a lot of six-year players. Not a lot. Freddie. Not a lot. Um, and Phil's really going to help the defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, we were saying that this time last year, and he yeah. got to take it from him. So, exactly. I'm glad he gets that opportunity. Yeah, I am too. And most importantly, though, I, I asked Phil. So, so, in the last month or so, Phil became a dad. And I'm happy to report – that dad strength is, in fact, real. We already knew it was real. Yeah, we we just added a lot more we, this offseason. I mean, just so much dad strength. You've got Phil Hoskins. Uh, you, Terry Wilson's going to have dad strength in, uh, coming up this fall. Actually, I, the only thing I'm worried about is, like, there's no such thing as too much dad strength. Don't know yeah, we'll have to build a nursery. It's not Call too Joe much Kraft. dad strength. Build a nursery over there. It's, uh, like, sleep. Oh, uh, yeah. Be- because uh, apparently I-, I learned this fact 
Four hours and 44 minutes is the average amount of sleep a new parent gets. Is that a 24-hour cycle? Yes. That's about right. <laughs> but think about this. There's nothing to worry about. Josh Allen had a, a new We've child. He successes. was all right. Lynn yep. Bowden, he, yep. he did all right on four hours of sleep. I think we should only have players with children. Only it, recruit players with children. <laughs> that might be a little too much. But we are uh, pro-dad strength there. Yes, very pro-dad strength. Uh, Phil also said, you're going to see some things that you don't want to see again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so okay. you'll, ne- you'll, never, you'll never look at it the same. So I'm just uh, – We'll leave that one there. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, we, we have John Short here eating a great American burger. We've yes. got to keep it clean over here. Yeah, we've got to keep his appetite ready to roll. Speaking, of which, John Short speaking of which, he's going to make an appearance. He's eating right now, but yes. he will make his first KSR football uh, appearance. We've only had so many KSR football podcast guests, too. It's a very short list. Uh, Max Duffy. Mm-hmm. Um, Bouvier. Bouvier. Uh, I think that's like it. Like I said, we don't get many guests. Yeah. Which, by the way, we're working on some guests, some yeah. very high-profile guests. Season six is the guest year. The year of the guests. And uh, don't worry, Freddie, they're not going to take your job. Hey, I'm all about competition. Let's go. Competition makes everybody better. That's right. And what is kind of cool about this spring, though, is, like, everybody's back. <laughs> Last year it was, well, who's going to play in the secondary? How do you replace all these guys? And now it's, like, 111 players. Who's going to be the twos? <laughs> Can you imagine? Like, Charles, just imagine being out there and not having to do every single rep. Oh, be nice. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're kind of being like, okay, you guys go try to fight for a spot. Yeah. So, we obviously have those sports guy, science guys, uh, Chris Morris and his team, they do a great job. And they have the, uh, I'm going to, catapults is what they're called. And they're in your the back of your pad. Is pads. that what they call the sports bras? And they, yeah, but they're also <laughs> the little piece, you put it in your pad. Football doesn't wear the bra, that's basketball. Well, we oh, do okay, when okay. we're like Just in the conditioning and yeah. yeah. And they would always have, you know, your workforce you put out during during the year. And, yeah, sometimes a starter. So, when I was a junior and I wasn't starting and Timmons would need fresh legs, he'd be like, all right, you're going to run with the ones today. And then, all right, you actually have the twos too. Okay, threes. Oh, God. And I'd get after and Chris would come up to me and just say, yeah, you, you're going to need to get in the ice tub <laughs> for, like, seven days to, yeah. feel, to be able, feel better tomorrow. You we actually seven. don't know how you're alive right yeah. now. <laughs> you ran okay, 17 miles. <laughs> Yeah, probably. And it's full pads. We and it's still have three more hours out. left. Oh, my goodness. And, and that's kind of what this spring is, like where, like, Boogie Watson, he's, I think he's got his spot, Freddie. Yeah, I think he's pretty solidified there at outside linebacker. So, it gives guys like Katie McDaniel, you go get a bunch of reps. Uh, J.J. Weaver, you go get a bunch of reps. That's one of your jersey updates. What is he, 13 now? 13 now. Lucky Update your programs. 13. And I'm just so hyped because if he is on the same side, if he's in the game of Boogie Watson, you've got one three three one. That that's what's what that's what's hyped. exciting to you. That is, I, yeah, I not the fact it. that there's not a real obvious weakness of, of no, position just groups. The just, <laughs> just the numbers. Just the numbers. <laughs> I love aesthetically good, pleasing. It, it's a palindrome. Heck, I'm buying season tickets now. If I know the numbers, <laughs> I learned ends. what a palindrome is, and now the fact that I get to use it in a <laughs> sentence just it makes me feel much more intelligent. Like Taco Cat. Taco Cat. Isn't that a palindrome? Yeah, it is. Yeah. See. Not stupid. Do you know what a palindrome is, Freddie? I put it together now. I didn't until you said that. Yeah, so a, pal- a palindrome works forwards and forwards and backwards. Okay. So race like, car is the obvious one. That's the you get to use the example. Yes. 
So race car, you can spell the same forwards and backwards. For Boogie Watson, it's uh, one three three one. Okay, uh, right, I get it. February twentieth this year, my my little brother's birthday. It was o two twenty twenty twenty, and it was the same backwards and forwards. Like Taco Cat. Taco Cat. You yeah. re- you really there love these. Oh poly- man, polythedrons. Polythedrons, yes, just like the um, the ankle stiffness. But we're more excited about the actual linebackers than their numbers being. Uh, speak for yourself. Okay, <laughs> speak for yourself, own. buddy. Am I wrong in that? I was having this thought to myself that I always do when I'm at home in my apartment working and no human interaction for days at a time. Mm-hmm. I was thinking it, just looking at the roster. There's not. I mean, there will be weaknesses, but there's not like, hey, that position group. We got to find somebody. Like every one of them, you kind of know who you're going to get something, <sighs> right? I mean, kicker, yeah. that could be a little better. Well, we about? got the spicy Italian meatball. But like last year, going into the season. <laughs> Chuck, just immediately, it's like, don't you talk we about that We got him. I'm meatball. not worried about anything. I have no worries then. <laughs> last year, the secondary was a big concern. They ended yes. up being better than fine. They were good. But we, didn't, we had an unknown. Right. right now, I feel like just broad picture here, there will definitely be weaknesses. There's not a huge concern just looking at your depth chart going into it. I would say a concern. Um, left guard is a position. Replacing Logan Stenberger is going to be a whole heck of a lot harder than people think. I mean, he was very, very good for a long time there. Yep. Uh, it's going to be similar when, next year when Drake Jackson's gone. I really don't know how good you had it until it's gone. So Rolling Stones. Um, uh, so Kenneth Horsey's going to get a first shot there. Austin Dotson at guard. Mm-hmm. And see how they uh, operate. Then the new guys come in, see if they can plug and play. Mm-hmm. Because that's that, that's the uh, the exodus or, or the graduation of Logan Stenberg is the only missing piece with the big blue wall. Uh, so that I wouldn't say it's a concern, but that's a position to keep your eye on. And I like, and I was kind of lumping in just the offensive line. Yeah, I was being more general position position I mean, grouping. Yeah, groups. Because I mean the Pro Football Focus, you have four of the top seven from yep. the conference coming back, plus exactly. other guys who've been waiting their turn. Yeah, I mean definitely replacing Logan be tough. I just mean. Overall, the group, so you're yeah. not really worried about one. I like also the move of Jared Casey to inside linebacker. So now you have Square Notes, and then you have uh, Davis, Davis yeah. and and Casey. So that's that's four really good. Yeah, it's Casey competing with uh, Bembry, the JUCO. Yeah. Who and Davis was playing really well. At the yeah, end of the he played yeah. really well. But the Oats and Square, that that's a that's a formidable formidable combo. I might mean, want to be the best. Maybe one of the best in the league. We could be talking about Oates at the NFL Combine this time next year. Those two have been making plays since they stepped on campus. I do think Kentucky has the best offensive tackle combination in in, in America. With Landon Young. What's that? But what if they moved Aaron Kennard to guard? They could. They've talked about it. I thought Stoops said he was way too good of a tackle to even flirt with that. He is. Yeah. I I think Derek Kennard is – I think this is his last year in Lexington. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really do. I, well, he I, was the highest rated of all yeah, the ones, that, I, I at least to pro football focus. You know, I'm, I'm glad for Darian and I'm glad for John Schlarman that people are starting to talk about Kennard in the same light as some of the great offensive linemen across the landscape of college football because he has grown. He played as a true freshman, could have played every position other than center. As a true sophomore, he dominated – and could have played any position other than center. Now, going into his third year, his junior year, he's still young. Was he 20, 21 years old? He's still learning mm-hmm. and to be that good. And then the other side, <laughs> this is the, the uniqueness that we are in, in rarefied air in Kentucky football. Landon Young will be drafted next year in the National Football League. Yep. Yes. Other than his off-the-field accolades, he's not been discussed much. No. Really? I mean, honestly, I mean – 
in a normal, air quote, normal UK football season, we would be celebrating an, an offensive lineman being drafted. My teammate Todd Perry got drafted by the Chicago Bears in, in 1993. You know the next time a Kentucky lineman was drafted? Ooh, I know this trivia fact. Does anybody else know it? I do not know this one. Give me ten seconds. This one no wasn't. Was I playing at the time? No. Oh, uh, it was right before you got there, though. I now know who it is. I was yeah. a Louisville fan, so I don't know. <laughs> we'll delete that part. Yep. <laughs> he plays for the Saints now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Warford. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I 20 years. That. That's crazy. 20 years separated from, not, from, from Todd Perry to Larry Warford. Yeah. And now we're talking about, okay, Logan's going to go. Yep. The next year. Well, it was George the year before that, George, and then it was the uh, – Yeah, George, it was a sophomore J. Uh, now Logan. Who was the year before George, too? There's somebody the year before George. Oh, Toad? Like, no, he no, got he hurt. Drafted, well, yeah. when, who, this is killing me. Is it, wasn't there one the no. year before George? No, there wasn't. Okay. So now you're going to have Landon. Are you, are you thinking of Bunchy? He didn't, he didn't get drafted. But, no, I mean, he he's just, a guy that yeah, could he got still yeah. bouncing yeah. around. So this year is going to produce three mm-hmm. that we know of, maybe four, because Luke Fortner is solid. Yeah. Man. I mean, people, football people love Luke Fortner at guard. You know, he came out of high school. I compared him to Toth because I, th- I thought he could play any position on the offensive line. He settled there at right guard, very good. So next year, Kentucky could have four offensive linemen drafted. I think that's a significant uh, happening within the program, and you have to look at John Schlarman on everything he's done. And it's not like a fluky, you got one good group. People have now seen this, and you're yeah. now getting commitments. Yes. And there's young guys on the bench waiting yeah. to be the next four right. to get drafted. Or the kid that they got a commit from Wallaball, uh-huh. his dad was Tim Couch's center. Back in the day for the Cleveland Browns, been eight years there, and his brother is the center at Duke now. Been oh, there, wow. been, been like a two or three year starter there. So, yeah, keep turning them in, keep keep pumping them out. But I think Horsey's name came up. I just want to uh, go ahead and I'm claiming him too as a favorite. Oh, you are. Okay. Way, I'm way early on this one. His, really? It, we don't. I don't even know. We've said his name on this show. Big Kenneth Horsey guy right here. Yeah. Is, is, any big reason? Big big Kenneth Horsey guy. Okay. All right, just I'm, I'm glad you put a just, peg in it. He also, like, almost died, like, two years ago. Yeah. He had to have open-heart surgery. And really? Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping for big things for him this year. Chuck, what about the receivers? Wait, 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 wait. hold up, hold up. Freddie said something. I got to – this is me. Put my producer hat on. You say we haven't talked about Landon Young much, so I'm here to talk about Landon Young. Oh, oh good. Because – our buddy Landon is getting hitched. He is. He's oh, getting hitched. He got engaged. Such thing as Should I leave the show strength. right now? Oh, no, I know where this is going. Wedding <laughs> strength. I know where this is going. Oh, okay. this is this is going down a dark road. Now, first things first, Drew. Before you proposed to Abby, you you probably asked her parents if for the, her, their permission, right? Correct. And now, did you where, where did you go to ask per, for permission? Did you did you have like a special date set aside? Did you have like a special? Well, it was account? tougher. Her dad lives far away. He doesn't live in Kentucky, so I kind of just whatever trip we were doing next, it was going to have to be that date. So I just did it when I could. See, and I was kind of in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was like a hotel lobby or something like that. Yeah. You know, so, something real. I, knowing. Abby would sleep. We were staying at his house. He gets up at like 5. I got up super early, which breaks everything I stand for, and did it while she was still asleep. <coughs> which is you got to pick your spots. Yeah, not many the opportunities. morning coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so not, not quite, not quite your daughter. Early. Let me pour my coffee. I, I so. eased into it, but yes. So Landon, he was kind of in a similar situation. He was on location. His uh, uh, bride-to-be was from Tennessee. So he had to find the time to ask the dad – for her permission to ask her for marriage. Now, 
if you could think of the worst places, Neyland Stadium, to to ask for permission, what are the what what is the absolute worst? So Neyland Stadium, that's a that's a that's a good start. Strip yeah. clubs. Okay, that would that would be also be a very bad place. Prison. Uh, <laughs> yes, you you are actually not too far off from where this is uh, oh, going. Wow. Freddie, do you th- have <laughs> any police idea? station? I got nothing. The Cracker gu- Barrel. The gun store. Oh, the gun store. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That, that brings uh, son and father-in-law, son-in-law and father-in-law together. As long as the father-in-law says yes, that's this true. is a very high-risk reward situation. If he says no, guy's strapped. Yeah, it is Landon Young though. Any other Joe off the streets? Yeah, worry. I think you'd shoot Landon. He'd just catch it with like two, like his thumb <laughs> and, his, and his index finger, just like. So, so is that a yes he'd or give no? Give that punch. He oh, just yeah. punched the bullet down. Yeah. But he was like, well, you know, as the only other place where I knew they wouldn't come with us. So I get it. Makes sense. You, whatever opportunity opens up, you got to do it then. The gun shop seems a little weird, but if that's all you had, I'm for it. You now, the, the even crazier part, where this gets even crazier. Drew Franklin, when did you get engaged? See, this is the part of the program that I think I don't I'm Abby, not gonna like. If you're listening, turn this off. I'm going to. I got engaged last fall. Okay. Well, so last October or so, Landon got engaged uh, last week. Is he already married? Also, it was, it was much earlier than October. <laughs> <laughs> Landon is getting married in July. Oh, my okay. God. You all can just all four shut up. Months, he's planning a wedding in four months. You blew it. Drew, will you have a wedding date in four months? You know what? People are on their own paths, okay? <laughs> I'm happy Landon planned a wedding in like one hour. Good for him. I wish I knew how to do that, and I knew you were going to turn this into me taking forever. You think Stoops will give him the day off? That's pretty amazing he, he planned it so fast. Well, part of their reason, it was almost like the Josh Allen plan where they just like went to the courthouse and got married because mm-hmm. he was going through all the NFL stuff. Uh, Landon was like, he didn't say it, and I just need to get it over with, but there was a like, I don't need to be – having wedding stuff when I'm trying to go to the NFL. See, that's what I'm doing. That's why I'm pushing off my wedding stuff. Makes sense. You don't want to get in the way of you yeah. declaring for the NFL draft. I could do an NFL podcast. And he's, working, never on, know. And he's working on his ankle flexibility. Yes. Stiffness. stiffness. Ankle stiffness. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, Freddie. You don't on. want stiffness. You want Listen, ankle flexibility. Here, here's the thing. Landon, good for you. And Jack Pilgrim, who works with us. Yes. He, he, he got engaged and is getting married like 50 days later. It's yes. the most insane thing I've ever seen. I don't know how. I know I'm taking my time. I just don't understand how Landon did it. Teach I, me, Landon. I'm, seriously. Can how? we share? Can we share a venue, Landon? Wedding planning is. That'd be one hell of a wedding. <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's, it's tough. It is really tough. There's a lot of not only picking a venue, you got to get the right uh, dress, the They'll right do it on a suit. Oh, we, we have right a dress. We have dress and rings. We just don't have a date or a venue. Ooh, those are the big ones. I think we're doing everything backwards. Yeah. I already yeah. got a cake, too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so Probably got the honeymoon. Everybody has their own plan. Yeah, yeah, you know what, Drew? You know there's a coronavirus right now. Exactly. So you're, you're just you're waiting. I, I like that. Don't you're, you laugh at me over there, you, Patty. You're finding every excuse. And you know what, Drew? That's good I just you. didn't feel like Landon Young had to show me up the way he did. <laughs> he really showed you up. <laughs> oh, but congratulations to him yes. and uh, his beautiful bride. Congrats to, to Landon and Haley, uh, Haley on their pending nuptials. I'm sure it will be an exciting time mm-hmm. in the bluegrass. And Abby and I might just show up and hijack just their wedding. We'll just we'll, do a dual we wedding. We'll just run in and Tag team. use their minister and their – I saw uh, a story – it was okay. So from my wife's small hometown, these these twin sisters they're celebrating 
their 95th birthday. Golly. They got married to twins. All oh, right. Wow. No. Yeah, and they had a dual clones. And they had a dual ceremony. Which yeah, I'm not like a geneticist or anything, Whoa. but isn't that like I mean, couldn't their offspring t- like their kids are technically brothers and sisters, right? Isn't that how it works? No. What? No. What? If, if, if twins marry twins, doesn't that technically mean their kids are like brother and sisters? I don't. I don't think that's how it works. Right? Hold on. Because of unless twins. there was a situation going on. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Like if if twins. So. Oh, I'm, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So like, your delivery made it sound much worse than no, 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 the actual scenario. So in. twin uh, girls marry twin brothers, and yes, they had joint in-laws. wedding ceremonies. Okay. So they married brother and sister and their twins. I don't know. I don't this, is this sounds like an ACT question. Yeah. No, no, I'm with what? you. Six? Everyone, What's the everyone that's not C. marrying C. the other C. person are in a brother-sister thing, but the two people marrying aren't married. No, no, no. They Did they give birth to twins? Ooh, uh, that I don't know. Well, but, yeah, yeah, they, they didn't marry out. their brother and sister. What I'm saying is their kids could probably be technically brother and sister. Because of the, I don't know, that, that just went down a weird football. Yeah, well, uh, I don't even know where we are. How I did we get here? Wormhole. I, I don't, yeah. So they are <laughs> or aren't. So incest triplets? or no right here is basically there's, what I'm getting There's at. no incest. Okay, it's we're good then. brothers and sisters Sounds were attracted to, to it. They, you know what? They had the same taste in men. How about did. those receivers, Charles? Yeah, how about those receivers? I don't. I'm. I'm with I, you, man. I don't even. My brain has just left the room. Like I'm not even gonna try. I had my answer, and now I'm just totally thrown off. Um, I think once again we're going to have. There's the question mark that we talked about earlier. I wouldn't say it's a weakness, um, but we got to look for guys to fill in that at least don't have major numbers. Yes. So I think Alan Daly's. Oh, a I'm, go-to. I'm ready for some Alan Daly. I'm ready for Josh Ali. See another one of Drew's guys. Is Isaiah guys? Epps going to be back? No, not this spring. He's not going to be back. Yeah. So his foot. Cleveland is Van. back. That's yes. a good one. And there's a reason that he has 18. We haven't seen it yet, but there's a reason he is number 18. I'm completely with you. Because yeah, when he committed, there were a lot of Randall Cobb noises being made out there. Mm-hmm. And Freddie Maggard uh, comps, too. I also All think. Oh, excuse me. Freddie Maggard, then Randall Cobb. Yes, yes. Jacob Tammy. Jacob Tammy. Yes, yes. I also think we're going to have tight ends playing receiver, which is something we like to do. But I think you have Keaton Upshaw on a go or a, a fade. And it's untouchable. Ooh, yeah, he's going to be the modern. Or rig one hand catching across the middle and running in 40 yard. I mean, I don't know. The just, tight just end group is too good to not work them into the passing yeah. game as many opportunities. Bryce as Oliver, too. Bryce Oliver. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And so I think, you get I think, out of here with your question yeah. marks. That Isaiah sounds Cummings. like. I mean, I'm just saying that the stats yeah. aren't there. Yeah. You're right. But Isaiah Cummings experience. may have a chance to come in and play as a mm-hmm. true freshman, too. Yeah. So he'll, eat it. he'll be there. Uh, I, I didn't say it was a weakness. I said it was a question mark. It seems like, and you kind of wrote about this a little bit, it seems like all the receivers are kind of the same, and they're just going to put them in whatever spot they want to put them in. And it's I'm not, not so sure all the pass catchers are on campus yet. Oh. Or may have, may or may be an early enrollee. Well, uh, Donut. Donut, yeah, that's who's getting the ball. We need to start making donuts here at KS Bar. That's it's going to be a big like just we'll, we'll talk to Monique. We'll get the donuts ready for when he gets on campus. He's going to be a big deal this year, though. The number one guy though is Josh Ali. I think I say to say he a he saved the freaking day in he that won, belt ball. My belt goodness, ball. those catches! Not only the game-winning touchdown, but that fourth down one that he caught you know six inches above the turf. 
It was an incredible catch. Yeah, it was. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, uh, the touchdown pass doesn't happen without that. That catch was insane. Well, what about the players that are throwing the receivers the football? Ooh, I want to ask Charles a question real quick, though, Freddie. So, Josh, is, he, he played primarily slot. Mm-hmm. Now they're running him some X and Z. Daily, he was primarily H, and now they're working him some X and Z. They're kind of doing, you know, we, we want them to be able to play these different positions. Yep. Is there anything, like, dramatically different between inside and outside? Just – well, two parts to that answer. One is you almost never face press if you're in the slot. Okay. Technically, you can if it's zero, even though if it's zero, they won't press. Uh, so the p- getting off press coverage is a major reason why some people do play slot or start out wide and come inside. Um, and so the other they can get the defensive hands off them. Exactly. And then, obviously, motion can tell you what the defense is playing. Right, uh, right, So right. quarterbacks like it. Um, but then other major differences, it's just a lot of offense to learn, you know. Yeah. Some people are the players that only know their route, and that's what they're going to run, and that's it. And you have these smart guys that put the film work in that do actually realize, all right, what do I have here? Well, I can't have a post because that's what the backside X or Z has, so I have to have a poster, or et cetera. So, so knowing that Ali and Daly both know that, you can tell that they're smart players. Exactly. And – now, to your point, Freddie, the, if there is a question mark, I think the question mark is just in that quarterback room. Yeah. Who's going to back up Terry Wilson? Well, and – Because it's Terry's team. And, and I think there's also a, like – now, the coaches, they kind of uh, indicated, they kind of alluded to that, yes, he's not taking team reps right now, but he could be um, by the time spring break's over with here in about three weeks. But also, how much of Terry are we going to get back? I think there's some, like – you know, you, you just hope that there's not any uncertainty, some, like, skittishness um, at all with, with Terry and his recovery. And then we don't know if Joey Gatewood's going to be able to play football this fall. They got a rule that they're going to vote on here in April um, that, will be a, that will dictate whether or not he needs a waiver or not to play. Um, and as of right now, the one thing I can say with 100% certainty, Joey Gatewood is a big, big, <laughs> enormous human being. Yeah, and I, I wanted to touch on the Terry thing real quick. If he even comes back and he's 110% healthy, when he's out making plays, that's still going to be on his brain, that horse collar tackle that ended his season. That's not just something you can block out. Yeah. He might still be a timid runner, things like that, no matter how healthy he is. Hopefully it, it doesn't weigh him down too much and cost him from being the playmaker we've seen in the past. But you can't fault him if he scrambles in, a, in his mind. He's, you know – Right. Thinking back to that horrible uh, moment last September. Well, especially, too, Freddie. Like, that was a didn't even see the guy because he just grabs you from behind. Yeah. That's what makes it even worse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, anything, any injury you come back for, uh, you need to see how that's going to hold up in contact, whether it's a knee, shoulder, wrist, whatever. And, and they'll have some simulated contact for Terry in fall camp. Not a lot, but they'll have to tell you. He'll want to see yeah. a little bit what's going to happen. Just to kind of get that feeling. Right? I foresee Terry coming back full, ready to go, and uh, and him playing like he did when he wasn't injured in 2018, which was at an extremely high level. And he started out last year very well. Yeah, yeah. Those first two games. I mean, Man, he was looking good. He was looking very good. And you know I could tell too, Freddie, they're already like – the, his effect just being on the field, yeah. the effect of, like, camaraderie and mm-hmm. how, like – That's every, his team. Yeah, and, and, and just how they're rising. They're like, you can tell the receivers, they're like, yeah. Terry's back, let's go. 
How much bigger is Gatewood than Wilson? I've seen them both oh. separately but never together. Are they about the same, Dude, or Terry's, is he towering over him too? Terry's been hitting the weights too. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's pretty jacked Because Terry's now. not small. Yeah. <laughs> but Gatewood's just – that he's dude's a, a mule. <laughs> he's enormous. He's, he's a Clydesdale. He's the same size as uh, Cam Newton was in college. Yeah. And do we have them going <laughs> back Cam to back? Newton? Was he pretty good in yeah, college football? Okay. Yeah. He was expensive to get, though. So, uh. Uh, yeah. Scam Newton, as they like to call him. Um, he didn't know about it. Come on, guys. I, I, like, I like Josh. I, I was like, so you see any, you notice any difference with Gatewood than some of the other guys? Well, I can see him over offensive line. <laughs> Like, yeah, they were used to seeing Lynn Bowden the last half of last year. <laughs> just like just <laughs> running behind a bunch of six, seven dudes. That has to bring excitement. God, really? yeah. I mean, to the receiver room, Charles? Oh, yeah. I mean, you just automatically think, one, this dude can probably throw the ball 10,000 miles an hour. Um, I just think as a runner, too, he's going to be tough to tackle. So the scrambling or really just getting out of the pocket and getting out of some of those sacks that look like, all right, he's done. I mean, we're watching Cordell Jones do it, right? Or Cardell Jones do it in the XFL now. People think he's down and just somehow he's out. I feel Gatewood's going to be that's such a that football guy. Different the ability to Charles. throw the football, that's got to yeah. oh, bring well, the morale yeah. up. Yeah. Well, you gotta, I, I haven't seen him throw yet, and I'm sure he's great, but it's all in the spiral. Rocket so, arm right there. So hopefully he's, he's well, rocking Charles the Charles brings up I, that Cardell in the XFL. Yeah. That's his <laughs> example. Well, I mean, I watch him continuously <laughs> look like he's going to be sacked, current, and then it's current. just yeah. – I'm excited to see Bo Allen this spring. Yeah. Well, on Gatewood – Everyone's talked about the height and now the spiral. 240. And this. Wait till you see the ankle stiffness. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Just wait. Ankle flexibility or stiffness? Stiffness. It's oh, lack. It would be lack of ankle stiffness. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like when you're grading his ankle stiffness, you're going to be like, I don't see any stiffness there. <laughs> okay, there we go. Ooh, you know what I think we should do, though? Since we're talking about none of these holes, I think we should get John Short's prediction for the season. Yeah, John's done eating. I, he might have to leave. John, come here before we start talking about Bo Allen. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, Freddie, he's giving it. John Short's making his way to the podium. Yes. This is All going right, to be – I'm, I'm excited. John, what do you think is going what, – what's Kentucky going to do this year on football? 15 wins, no setbacks, no ties. Wow, 15 wins? That sounds like a Charles Walker prediction. I think that's the perfect way to put it, though. I, of course, I like the 15 wins, but I love the no setback, no ties. Now, we haven't had a tie in football since the 95-96 season. Who was that against? Well, we, we didn't tie that year, but we, last time we tied was, I think, back in the early, not early 90s. But we haven't – we think I had tied it in a long time. When's, our, when's Kentucky's last setback? I could say our last setback when we lost to – Tennessee. Yep, but there will be none of those this year. That's, no. what, I, that's what I believe. Especially Tennessee. I know because our first, our first overtime came in, in the bowl, well, some bowl game in 95-96 season. Then the, yep. That's right. And then after that, the overtime came in 96-97 season. John, do you got a, do you got a favorite player on, on this team? Well, it's kind of hard to name favorite players for football. My favorite players in the 80s. Was oh. Billy Ransdell and Tony Mays? Oh, Jerry Ransdell. Billy Ransdell. Those were Jerry Claiborne recruits. Is yeah. that because Ransdell could beat Tennessee and, and no one else can? Probably at that time, yeah. <laughs> and also he beat Florida too. He 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 beat Florida. Yeah. Too, 1986. Yeah, he did. Ten to three was that score. Oh man, it was a barn burner too. All right, before we let you go, me and you, we're big women's basketball fans. Yes. We kick off this postseason run tomorrow night. What are your uh, predictions for Matthew Mitchell's uh, gang over there? We're at 25 biggest, and I believe Ryan Hyrie scored 50 points. Now. She scored 50 40, 50? Yes, she scored 43 points when we beat Alabama 
81-71. She scored 43 points when we beat Alabama. So she's due. I tell you what, I'm not betting against Ryan Howard or John Short. I know, and then and, and we're going to beat Bradley in baseball tomorrow and Saturday and Sunday. We're going to beat Bradley. Write I, it down. I consider Bradley like Transylvania, Georgetown, Pikeville. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Now, now, we played Bradley in men's basketball in the great last shootout in the 79-80 season. We won that game 79-58. Oh, wow. You remember Kentucky beating Bradley in the Great Alaskan Shootout in 1978? That's it impressive. It was 1979. 79, excuse me. Yes, yeah, because we first we played Duke and we lost in overtime. And then, then we won the Great Alaskan Shootout. And then the, the championship game was Kentucky and Iona when Jim Avalon was the coach and we won 57 to 50. Jim Avalon wow. coach Iona? I think you're Iona. a UK encyclopedia right he here. Is. And, uh, and we're going to yeah, be – we're going to win this weekend. We're going to be Florida by 10 biggest. We're going to bounce back from that loss we had at Tennessee. We're going to oh. be for Florida. Yes, we are. I love it. Well, this was the John Short Prediction Report here on the KSR Football Podcast. That was incredible, John. John, thanks for joining us. Thank you hey, so welcome. much, John. We got, we got some Bo Allen to talk about. We'll let you get back to uh, your great American burger. Yeah. Okie dokie. It's, it's a good one. Oh, it, nice. It sure is. Nice. <laughs> Thank you so much, John. Hey, well, that was, that, that was John excellent. John Short Prediction Report. That has just a ring to it. Yeah, we're glad to have you. We don't have many guests, so thank you. Thank you, John. We appreciate it. I yeah. mean, and you know what? I think that might be the most accurate prediction we've ever gotten on this case, our football podcast. 15-0 and 0 back in 2018 was pretty close, Charles, but I think the 15-0 this year is – No setbacks, no ties. I love the no setbacks. I'm going to steal that. John, I'm stealing the no setback, no ties from you. <laughs> Drew, did you hear that? He didn't just predict 15-0. and 0. He said there will be no setbacks. Oh, I like it. I got some for you, Drew. Okay. I watched every minute of the NFL Combine again this year. Proud of you. I do it every year. Mm-hmm. Tristan Wirfs is my guy in this draft. What's his name? Tristan Wirfs. Wirfs? You're yes. going to spell that for me. W-I-R-F-S. Okay, Tristan Wirfs. Offensive tackle from Iowa. He'll be a first-rounder just where is being contemplated. Six foot five, 320 pounds. Okay. He ran a 4.8540. What? I heard about this guy. I didn't he had recognize 30, the name. 36 and a half inch vertical lead. Oh, my God. That's not a real human being. Okay, everything, strengths, weakness, plays on tiptoes at times and may have some ankle tightness. Oh, no. That's his weakness. The ankle stiffness? That's, yes. Well, you got to go with Jedrick Wills then. I don't care if he runs a 4-0-40. Can't have the ankle stiffness. You can't. <laughs> Not if you're going to make it in this league. The way the league is going, you've, we've seen how much it's changed just in the last five years. You've got Pat Mahomes doing everything with the football. There is no place for ankle stiffness no. if you want to have a long NFL career. You know who does not have ankle stiffness? Who? Isaiah Simmons. Oh, God. Linebacker they from talk Clemson. Talk about it. Safety from Clemson, you, whatever he wants to play. When you said, when you, <laughs> Kicker. you reminded me of Josh Pascoe, you know, playing and having all that yeah. diverse, or versatility. That's the same way. Isaiah Simmons. I mean, he was a beast. He He was so fun to watch. Yeah. In the combine. I think if you four three nine. If you had a football factory and you wanted to make a football robot, you would make Isaiah Simmons. Exactly. Yeah. He's my number one guy in the draft. Tristan Wirfs is my. I really love watching the offensive lineman get after it. And he was fun to watch, but Isaiah Simmons is just different. Everything he does is different. Could you? Were you surprised when Makai Becton? Ran a five one. I was three seventy or whatever time, he was. Great time for that guy, dude, dude. He's he was the heaviest guy, and yeah. he almost broke five. Yeah, what three hundred and sixty seven pounds? Charles, if if you uh, let, let's say we let you take off the loafers, the guy from CBI uniform. Let's say we gave you some some spikes, 
you know, some your your old school practice gear, went over to the Joe Craft football training facility. What do you think you could run a 40-yard dash in right now? So I think it was Clay Travis that tweeted something like, bet some guy that he can run below a five flat. Yeah. I guarantee you I could do that. You could break, you could break five? Yes. Yes. I could still break five. I don't, oh, know, if, I I don't know if it would be a 499 or if it would be a 48-something. I don't know if any lower than 48 might be tough. I don't know. I really don't know. See, You're I, not too far removed from your playing days, so no, I believe I mean, that. I, trust me, I still, I'm in a basketball you league. St- you still, still got it. Out, you know? <laughs> I think I could beat five flat. See, I don't know where it would be. Right. That, I, I mean, I've I'm, I'm got to be faster than a 320-pound O-lineman. I mean, you'd like to think so, at least. I, I hope. I, I would like to think that I could still break five, but I don't know. It's my legs. I got some long legs. Yeah, and you, you, do. you get on the tip of the, your tiptoes. You start really rolling, but I don't know. I don't think I can get out of stance in two seconds. I couldn't break ten, so I'm not going to chime in on this. At 60 years old, Jerry Rice ran a four-five-eight last week at the conference. What? Oh, oh come on! That's no. fake. That's fake. <laughs> did, what? I'm just saying yeah, that is. He did say Jerry no Rice. Way. I'm not doubting Jerry Rice. <clears throat> Jerry Rice, though, like he is the ultimate like. But it goes into so much training, you know, not to move your hand at the right time and lift your hand. So, there's, yeah. I mean, there's just no way. That's also why he's Jerry I don't, Rice. Yeah, maybe so. He's crazy good. I'm a hater on that one. I'm a, I like Jerry Rice, but I'm oh. a hater on that time. You're saying it's bull? I'm saying that they did that on purpose Drew, so people are talking about it like we are right now. Rich Eisen? No, I could not run anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I have crippling shin splints. I mean, I still wouldn't be fast if I didn't have those. But I take four steps running, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. I'm that was good. enough. What did Rich do this year? I think a five. Oh, he broke six? Yeah, he broke six. That's pretty good. Five, eight, maybe. For being what? And he does it what, in 15? the – does yeah. he still wear the suit yeah. and everything? Uh-huh. So that's he raised a, a lot of seconds. money for St. Jude. That, that was wonderful. I, I like that part of that's it. That's pretty cool. Maybe one day on down the road, give me time to train, get rid of these shin splints. We'll do the KSR See, football podcast combine. We, when we have Bradley, we need to do that. Pro Day's here in a month. Lynn Bowden's going to be running at Pro Day. He didn't run at the Combine. He tweaked a hammy in the days leading up to the event, training down in Florida. So he's back in the bluegrass, getting ready to roll for Pro Day, which is, like I said, in about a month. When is that? March 27th. You going to sneak in there and Absolutely. give him a shot? It's, uh, uh, no, I'm going to sneak in and watch. That's <laughs> trying to make a roster. It's, uh, but it'll be a Friday morning, uh, a few weeks away. Uh, Logan Stenberg, he'll bench then. Yeah. Who are uh, – People that have real potential that'll compete in that to, to make an NFL team on down the road. Calvin Taylor Jr. Calvin Taylor, TJ Carter, Ahmad Wagner, Ahmad Wagner. Yeah, I've seen love him. Okay. Projections. I saw him in person for the really the first time, like not in pads. He's still six thousand feet tall. Yeah, yeah. I didn't no. realize he was yeah. that big. All right, here, I mean, I did, yeah. but like you see it on yeah. the field, no, you're like he, he's big. Yeah, yeah. he's Cash a basketball player. Cash he let me in the door. He was like yeah. double me. It was two yeah. me's. Bra- breaking news, Charles. Football pads don't make you taller. Uh, well, the helmet does. And the the helmet do. does. Uh, what? Well, half inch. Uh, definitely more than that. I mean, you just look bigger. So you go from five right, to six foot. I also didn't foot. see him like right here. I don't. I wasn't calling plays on the sideline. Yeah, you Come can. here, Ahmad. I got to talk to you. Right? <laughs> well, this play, you got to do that. Yeah, the Eagles you, are way too stiff today. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you go out there and get a flag. That would he have been touched right. He's yeah. making an NFL team. Somebody's going to take him. They, it they has might to. even. Th- I, I would. If I'm an NFL team, I'm using a compensatory pick, one of those late ones, so you Ooh. don't lose him in like. Your uh, vocabulary today has been on fire. Yeah, did you read a book before you came what here? What is happening? Yeah. What would you say earlier? Uh, palindrome. Pick up no, no, we were talking about the brother-sister 
Uh, geneticist. Yeah. Wow. I don't, I don't that's think, a great that's word. That's a tough one to say. I don't think geneticist wow. is a is a word. Either. Isaiah Simmons, Drew. So I just while you all six were, foot four, two hundred and thirty eight pounds, ran a four three nine, and a thirty nine inch vertical. I was just reading the latest <laughs> NFL mock draft on NFL.com. Yeah. And they have Simmons second overall. Ooh. Chase, Chase really? Young first overall. Edinburgh. Oh, wow. Where did Tristan Wirfs go? Fourth Iowa. overall. There you go. The oh. new one has Burrow going fifth. It's wow. four defensive players of the first four. Well, excuse me, one offensive lineman. Four non-quarterbacks, according to NFL.com. Over Joe Burrow. Yep. Who was – I want your boy uh, Tristan Wirfs now. we got to trade up and get him. We're going to – Titans are going to sign Tom Brady. Where are you going to put him? Trade him. If he's if he's what you're talking about, we'll find room. We'll find a spot. Is Conklin going to resign? Jack I don't know. Conklin? I don't think so. We're, we're kind of broke. Perfect spot we're kind of broke. Him. Yeah. Every t- every time I hear worse, I think of the line that Mike Jones has, and I'm loving stripper. <laughs> Woman, they love her too. That's what you call a woman's worth. All this this great <laughs> stuff you built up with your vocabulary today, you just completely a woman's <laughs> worth. Mike Jones. Woman's worth. Who? You 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 don't remember Mike Jones, do you? I do. Wait, uh, did no, someone I say who on purpose? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I did, yeah. he, if Freddie hey. said who, that would have been awesome. He's I, no, I have no clue. He's no boss man fat, though. You know the vibe. Which, ladies and gentlemen, we finally know the vibe. Boss man fat, Kelvin Joseph. Met him for the first time today. <clears throat> he's a beast. Next show, we might have to have our uh, favorite nickname of the team. Oh. I'm glad you said his real name because I'm not even sure I could have told you. Yeah. And I love oh. Boss Man Fat. It's hard to remember. Kelvin Joseph, no, Boss he- Man Fat, the transfer from LSU, the 42nd ranked recruit in the 2018 recruiting class, played as a true freshman at LSU. Um, and then a oh, guy. Pretty good LSU. Yeah. <laughs> a, a team that went, won the Cotton Bowl, if I recall that year. Uh, a guy by the name of Derek Stingley came in. Who is? Oh, he's good. Yeah, he, he's going to be a top Very five good. pick yeah. here in about he two years. He was a true years. freshman last year, yeah. right? He was first team All American, right? Very he, good. he was first team All American and not first team All SEC because all those damn yokels down in Alabama voted for those guys instead of Stingley. It made no sense at all. But essentially, Joseph was like, "All right, Derek Stingley, I'm getting the hell out of here, and I'm going to go show that I'm the best cornerback somewhere else." And that's exactly what he said today when I asked him, "So who is?" Uh, what are Kentucky fans going to see? He said the best defensive back in the country. Got to love it. I love it. Big I words. I love it. Because I, I you know what? Hey, let's puff out our chest some. Kentucky, they're going to win the SEC East this year, and we need somebody shouting it from the mountaintops. And Drew Bossman Fat is the first one to go out there and stick his neck on the line. Listen, Kentucky has two very good programs championship caliber right now, and only one of them is going to Atlanta this year. Basketball team, we'll catch another Final Four. This football team is going to Atlanta in December, and I will be there. I don't even know if I can buy tickets yet, but I'm going to look after this show. I'm serious. This is happening. Georgia's down. Florida, we owe them for the last five years. Probably should have won all five. Last 30. And the rest of the SEC, coming for you too. Get the hell out of here. Auburn, we're coming to you, Auburn. Oh, dude, I'm pumped. This is – so, Freddie, Auburn does that thing where they're good one year, bad the next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what next year's going to be? Bad. Up and down, up <clears> and down we go. They lost all their defense, didn't they? A yeah. bunch of Oh, yeah. And their backup quarterback. Their giant D lineman that somehow have single-digit numbers. Yeah, Derek Brown. Derek Brown. Absolute beast. But back to boss man, though. The thing that I like most, not even just that I'm going to be the best DB in the country, but he said, I don't just tackle people. I hit people. 
So they got him at cornerback right now. Yes, he's which means if he is the best cornerback in DB in America, he's going to take somebody's job during spring practice. And that would be right. I mean, that's what spring practice is all about. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say one slightly negative boss man thing real quick, and then we're going to delete it. It'll be like it never happened. Okay. They probably didn't love him saying, I'm the best cornerback in the country. That's usually in the training, hey, we don't say these things. I love it, but I bet they've, they will tell him to stop saying that. When you've got a, just a, a talented journalist asking such great questions, mm-hmm. though, that's, that's the kind of stuff that happens. And when you have so much swag within yourself that uh, YDKV – Boss man you know has, yes. he might just look at the media team at UK and say, I am the best, and I'm going to continue to say it in every interview. I don't think they like it, but I definitely don't hate that as much as what may come before games if he starts saying this player isn't oh, good, yeah. that player isn't good. Guaranteeing wins. Him, that is a big no-no. Talking yeah. trash in the spring, though. If it's about yourself. Yeah, nothing. I don't think that's no wrong, nothing you know, wrong that's, that's to everyone. You know? yeah. he, he didn't say Stingley's – Trash, I'm the best. He just yeah. said, I'm the best. Benny Snell said so. he was the best running back in the SEC at SEC Media Days. He was. Did you all ever have a moment while you were there where a player guaranteed a win? Because it happened. JoJo in, did it on accident. It <laughs> happened in basketball <laughs> recently, and it did not go over well. And that's basketball. <laughs> yeah. JoJo did it when we played Florida at Florida when Boom had that overtime. Oh, run. man. Oh, he said something true. like, we'll be coming back. Because someone asked him, how are you going to feel going back to home to Florida? And he's like, we'll be coming back with a W. And he, he didn't even say it, like, as bad as that was. Yeah. But, of course, you know, journalists got it. And it was – Yeah, Garrett. And it was the, the same day, Stoop said. Remember, <laughs> don't – because all the – most of our team was Florida. He said, don't guarantee anything. Be, you know, just <laughs> be Respectful calm. Your yeah, be calm in these mm. interviews. And, you know, JoJo's just kind of like that. He's very talkative and – and didn't really mean it like that, but it was – It came out that yeah, way, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I bet Boss Man slips up a couple times in his next couple of years here. But you I know what? I might say that that's a good bet. If he can back it up, though, that, that's just the key. When Benny Sell said it, he went and led the SEC in rushing. So that's what you have to do, Kelvin Joseph. you got to go back it up with your play on the field. And as Freddie – like Freddie, there's – between him, Brandon Eccles, Jamari Brown, Cedric Dort, there's a lot of snaps that were played last year. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to go in and take them away yeah. from That's those what, guys. Yeah, I, I was just bringing that quote to reality. Before you're the best in the country, you have to be the best on the team. Right. And win a starting position. So And think about it, they rotate. Yeah. I mean, so it, it's not a bad thing if you have four yeah. corners that can play. It's only a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, so spring practice is big for him. Yes. Really big for him. Yeah, and it's, it's also big for guys like Quandre Mosley, yeah. who – uh, he 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 kind of filled in for Devontae Robinson last year. That's one position that's taken. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and the other question and is and use of Corkers too. Yeah. Brandon Nichols is probably three. Man, and the thing that hurts too is Taj Dodson. I thought he was going to get a lot of play this year, but he's hurt. He's out for the spring. Devonshire. Yeah. MJ can get a lot of play. Yeah. Hey, and if you did, oh, back to question marks. Who's going to be who's going to be the returner this year? Nolan Bowden. Uh Boss man fat, best in the country. <laughs> I just looked something up real quick while Freddie thinks on that. Yeah. We play LSU next year. I thought that was the case, and we do. Oh, Boss man. man's old school. Oh, man. His hometown. It's going to be a lot of trash talk. You think he might slip up uh, talking about previewing that is, game is a little bit? Is it at bit? LSU? No, it's here. Oh, I kind of oh, wish right. we'd be gone. You go to Tiger Stadium. I we, guess I played there, yeah. Or I think it's here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's where Dorian, 
Dorian Baker hit a guy no, no, and Poe Dorian was down someone. 50. Dorian yeah, but he was like somebody. flexing, and no, no offense, but yeah. it was the scoreboard was not looking good at that I point. That. So that was See, that's why I kind of forget that I played there because <laughs> people ask what the cool stadiums you played in, and I was like, well, a night game in LSU, but you know, the score was kind of <laughs> And then we kicked close. off, and it wasn't cool anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was on the sideline when that happened too because it was like, oh, I ain't getting their ass kicked. I might as well go down there. Oh, Charles the, didn't get the dub against uh, LSU? Didn't get that dub, no, but the, the mouth. We did, thank you. Oh. <laughs> oh. What do I say back? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. There's four of us here. Raise your hand if you've lost at LSU. I haven't. I haven't lost at LSU. At LSU? Yeah, haven't lost. Well, at LSU. excuse me. Have you ever? Lost. Never mind. Never mind. Raise your hand I if you've ever had beaten something. LSU. Well, I haven't done that either. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> lost to them. I'll say that much. Yeah, I haven't lost. Someone's to hands back way up there. When I, I say we. We, I beat them. It was a lot of handoffs. I did nothing, absolutely nothing. Actually, really? on second thought, I've yeah. lost to them because I was one of the idiots ready to storm the field. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that yeah. miracle. So I t- that yeah, I did lose to them. Yeah. Ooh, we got our tire slashed on that trip. So, we, yeah, lost to LSU. Okay. Well, never mind. We all got that together. Yeah. Well, we do play them next year. LSU wasn't LSU when we beat what, them. They were Ray really Van, if you beat Louisiana Lafayette. Uh, I got him there. He did. <laughs> See, that's a real New Louisiana. Mexico State. If I'm not mistaken, we had to sweat that one out too, though. Who called that <laughs> shot? Yes, we did. Yeah. I, I we, called the shot on, the, on your kickoff. Or your – was punt. your punt return. Punt. Yeah. Yep. Ty got in trouble by Tom Leach. Really? Yeah, because he was calling the play and I said, he's gone or – No, you were like, I told you. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, you had picked before the game. That he, you yeah. said – on this podcast, on the pregame, on everything, that this is the game that Charles Walker there will be a return. That's right. And now I, I think if you're looking at candidates to be those returners, though, um, you mentioned Devonshire earlier, maybe him. Uh, Josh Ali was back there last year. He made me a little nervous. Yeah, I think he kind of maybe. What's the true lost freshman running back from Ohio? Uh, Jatan McLean He's or a, Travis Tisdale. Those are two good options too. What about Donut? Another good option. Uh, my name is Donut. Ernest. Huh? No, no, no. Donut is drenched. What about Drenin. Ernest Sanders? Nobody going to talk about him? Well, go ahead. Adam talk about him. I mean, I'm just saying I've seen his football highlights, and then the people say, well, he played basketball too, and then they show his basketball highlights. And he, he's like throwing balls off the backboard dude, and dunking in games. He dunks on people I mean, so hard. So is that he's? We're just not even talking. Okay, about yeah, we, we can know, talk about him. Yeah, get it. You know who? You know who we. When have. you're this awesome, there's only so many people you can talk about. I like that. I like this that we're not talking about maybe the <sighs> biggest athlete on the team. You know who we haven't talked about though that we just briefly mentioned. We mentioned our guy Austin McGinnis, mm-hmm. which he's still just the, the best Italian kicker meatball. to ever kick field goals. He's gonna look so good in the NFL next year. And here's the thing: I, I'm enjoying his time now with the XFL because that's. America's XFL team, the Dallas Renegades, who has really the – is Hal Mummy the mo- the sturdiest, most uh, hard-ass coach to ever coach football? Yeah, but I think you need to be worried because your uncle had, like, the XFL moment, and Mummy might have stolen it from him. I think he might have. Hal Mummy broke his leg during a football game. In the second quarter. And kept coaching through it. It's almost as impressive as Freddie Maggard breaking his arm in the 1988 state championship game. 87. 87 state championship game, and then putting an aspirin, taping an aspirin to it, and then finishing True the game. True story. Oh. Yeah, Charles, the aspirin. The coach didn't want anybody to know that I broke, we, our backup wasn't, was hurt, and he didn't want anybody to know that I broke my arm, so he got an aspirin and he taped it to it. Because aspirin works better if you tape it to your skin yeah. instead of swallowing it. Makes sense. It. Yeah, yeah. So – 
almost how mummy not as badass as Panther Snake Freddie Maggard, but pretty close. Pretty close. He's he's going to coach again this week, but they're putting him in the booth. Which if you're how mummy, you should have got out there on like a scooter and scooted on the sideline. I was telling you all before the show, I watched every play of that Renegades game, and they showed Mummy plenty of times, and there was not one mention of him being in pain. Yeah. He just had his clipboard, and he was calling plays. How <laughs> he had no clue he had a broken leg. How, how good is our guy Cole Kublik on the XFL? Oh, he's great. Cole is killing it, and he, yeah. he's always paired with our boy Tom Hart. Those two together. I, I, may, I always watch my Renegades, and then whatever game they're calling, I try to watch all of that yeah, one too. too. So the thing I like about Tom, too, in those interviews, it's pretty quick. Yeah. He just gives them, like, one, and then, like, there's, like, a kind of pat on the butt, kind of like, well, hey, go kick. What would he tell Austin? Hit it straight? Or yeah, something, like, something that. like that. And it was like, oh, I'm fired up now. The only position group we've not talked about, running back. <laughs> well, there's no qu- – I mean, we, we're stacked. <laughs> we don't worry about it. <laughs> talked about it. How many, Next question. How many thousands of yards are coming back in touchdowns? I would say <clears> – <throat> Over the recent years, Kentucky's had the best running back group that it's had since the Jerry Claiborne years, where you have Mark Logan, Mark, Mark Higgs, Higgs, Andy Murray, Ivy Joe Hunter. Ivy Joe, yeah. Al Baker, all in the same backfield. Yeah. Everyone I'm drafted. Yeah. This year you got – That's pretty good. I met Andy Murray, and he has the biggest hands I've ever, ever. felt in my entire life. In the history of hands. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And his shoulders, too. It's like if me well, and yeah, Drew were next given, to each other. I'm sure like, his yeah. hand was like the eight mine. He could eat in three of my <laughs> – Seriously. Was, his hands were monstrous. Yeah, it was crazy. So, fast forward to now, not as shoulder pads up to your ears. You know, you don't have that look going for you. Instead of the power – a lot of speed and explosiveness, and A.J. Rose back, Cavasse Smoke, Chris Rodriguez, who Rodriguez, he's got a little more giddy-up than we thought. Yeah, he does. He's got a lot of giddy-up. We saw that late in the season. He's, he's got, got a lot of giddy too. Yeah. I think he's our one back. Oh. Ooh. Whoa. 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 Hey. Z-Rod. Yep. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I take. There you go. take. I, I would like Walker. everyone listening to know that I was wrong. I didn't think A.J. Rose would be on the team right now. Wow, and I was happy to be wrong. It's very big of you, Drew. Well, you know, a lot of people in this profession just want everybody to believe they're right all the time. Yep. I was very wrong about A.J. Rose. I thought he would leave. I didn't really, really know anything. I didn't have bad scoop, just my own personal guessing. I was just kind of reading the tea leaves of Smoke and Rodriguez being so good and Rose maybe with a grad transfer year want another opportunity, but thrilled to have him back. I, did, I didn't mean it as I wanted him to leave, but in my brain, I didn't think we'd see him this, this coming fall. That's fresh legs every series. That's mm-hmm. – Yes, it that is. That is so important. It's fresh legs, but it's also, if you fumble, go ahead and take your, your pads <laughs> off. <'cause laughs> well, that and now we won't have true freshmen trying to pick up pass rush. We're going to have yeah. true yeah, sophomores. That's true. Yeah. Um, and the the I bench said, will be a teaching tool. I asked Eddie Graham, like, what do you tell the uh, Tisdale and McLean? Like, because I said, well, what I told him is you're going to get thrown in the fire. You don't know when, and you better go out there and show us what you got, yeah. prove you can play. And that's, I mean – you got to talk about the ultimate. It's it's almost like uh, Jack on on his first like KSR basketball pregame show. You don't know when you're going to get thrown into the fire, but you just got to be ready with your takes. Yeah. And Jack's he ste- he stepped up to the plate. We, it's Will Tisdale and Will McLean. Which one of those two is yeah. going to shine when the spotlight's on him? This we spring? saw Tisdale against Louisville. Oh yeah, he's, he scored. Yeah, yeah it was like yeah. a yeah, big breakaway play. speed. Yeah, I think he had right before he scored. He had another big play that didn't result in a score, but he a did. big run. 
He did. I mean, that game, I mean, yeah, Kentucky was just athletically better. And then Tisdale just separated from everybody on, on a touchdown run. So, a lot of excitement at the running back position. And sure. when you're a little farther down the depth chart, there can be scenarios where maybe Rose just – go to the defense and comes for a quick breather, you can yeah. go in and steal a play, a home run play, and well, sneak in a touchdown. When you project Lynn Bowden to the NFL, I think Nick had a, the right term for it. It's positionless. You look at Tyreek Hill, you look at, uh, at uh, uh, Debo Samuel and other mm -hmm. players at that slot position also play running back, do the jet sweeps. They do so many different things now. So Eddie Grant has his full arsenal at his, at his hands this year. And I think we're going to see a lot more creativity. I mean, I don't think you could be more creative than Kentucky was with, with Lynn Bowden at quarterback. The job that Eddie Grant did to coordinate that offense to win eight games, win the Governor's Cup, win the Belk Bowl, incredible job by he and Darren Henshaw, John Schlarman, that whole group just did a tremendous job. But now you've got weapons everywhere. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So now where, where are you going to stop us at? Okay. You take away the deep pass, okay, then we're going to run it right at you. You bring somebody up in the box, we're going to throw it over top of you with, with our tight ends and our receivers. You do something else, then we're going to run a jet sweep. So yeah. a lot of things Kentucky can do because there are so many weapons on that field. You mentioned Debo Samuel playing for the 49ers, one of the best offenses in the NFL, one of the best offensive coaches. And in the Super Bowl, he had like five carries early in the game. Yeah. And he carried a little bit throughout the year, but not as often he was in the Super Bowl. That's yeah. going your, I mean, yeah. they were using yeah. him however they wanted to. I, yeah. I looked it up, and Debo, 20% of his uh, touches were runs. And for Christian McCaffrey, 20% of his touches were passes. I think the future of football is you're going to take away that title of slot receiver and you're just going to start calling them flex. Oh, man. A flex position. Oh, they call it. This is going to drive me nuts because Eddie has a name for him. And I forget what yeah. the name is. Whatever he's got, they call him. He's got yeah. a – it was like uh, – Yeah, Lynn uh, Bowden. That's what he called him. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, I messed up. What? I told you Georgia was going to win, and we forgot to make oh, a bet on yeah. it. They, they won by six. Damn it. I guess yeah. people should know that I'm betting on won the women's SEC tournament during the day. Yeah. Women's SEC tournament. It's all right. We'll, we'll make money on the next game. Who oh. we got? Uh, Mississippi State and – and Looks Auburn. Like Georgia Looks like lost Georgia by lost by 25. No, no, no. That was that was earlier this year. Thirty. Yeah, that's his oh, regular. Man. Yeah, yeah. That was earlier this year. They they beat they beat Alabama today. I don't know who Kentucky's got. Look at our I'm mad we forgot guy, that we just left money on the table. I know we left money you on the table. You even broke it down for me over there at the bar while they were going to cover because they had the tall girl who could shoot a three. Yep. <laughs> Very in depth I, analysis. I know we don't mention the b-ball word on this podcast, but I love this time of year where at two o'clock I can turn on the TV and. Oh. Put a little wager on two teams I've never watched before. San Diego State's about to play. Pick, I'm pick, aware. Pick against them. I'm betting. I'm betting against them every game from now until the end of the season. I have the combine recorded. That's 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 <laughs> my go-to. Hey, you know you, you're making fun of yourself for watching every minute of the combine. I I didn't go, but I actually enjoy watching the combine. I'm kind of like you. I can sit there and watch all of it. There's I did this year, but I there's a reason the NFL Network moved that to prime time. Yeah. There's a lot of goofballs like me that just. Just Eat love it it. Yeah. that, and then these linemen putting up insane numbers. You I mean, know, it's an entertaining ago, product. I, when I was still in the media, I had a fictional. Well, now you're back in the media. Heisman vote, yeah. and I voted for Quentin Nelson, offensive guard mm -hmm. from Notre right. Dame. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. Show. He's had a pretty decent career. I'd oh, say so. Yeah. Run the My damn next ball. guy, Tristan Wirfs. 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 Oh, you're putting the Quentin Nelson on him? I'm putting. I think he gets kicked down the guard, and he's a he's a he's an all-pro player. You know what I liked about watching the combine, Freddie? What? When they hit the quarterbacks throw, 
Jake Fromm is it was in alphabetic order right behind Jacob Eason. Yeah. And it's like all <laughs> these awkward. all of these NFL scouts too are just drooling over Eason and his big arm. But every time after he would throw, you got to be like, well, that guy beat him out and made him transfer. <laughs> so it's like, because that's that's my favorite part about all this stuff. It goes back to recruiting. Goes back to all of it. You can make objective determinations, but really, like. What goes on between the ears is worth ten times whatever you can clock and put down on paper. Some say Jordan Love is the third quarterback behind Tua and Burrow. Jordan. I turned on just national radio, ESPN, whatever. I don't even know who I was listening to. But people were just in love with him this afternoon, talking about where he's going to go. And I hadn't yeah. heard much about him until today. Well, it's because Mike Sanford ruined his senior year. He's at Utah State. Yeah. And Mike Sanford, the old Western coach. I don't like that guy. Yeah, you've said that before. Yeah, I don't like him. And he went – yeah, yeah, uh, lived through twice as many interceptions his senior yeah, he year. Yeah, he had a bad senior year, but yeah. his measurables, Well, he's about that. to have a good bank account, according right. to ESPN Radio. All right, here's a question for you guys as we wrap up. Yep. What position group has the highest average Wonderlick score? Offensive uh, line. Where? What actual position? Mm-hmm. Uh, interior, center, guard. Hold on. Go to Charles. Tackle. I wasn't prepared. Drew? Pulling guard? I don't know. I'm kind of I think Roush. center. I think center's got to be it. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Y'all not going with quarterbacks? No. I don't know. I'm going with that. No, because I've heard too many stories of a great quarterback having an awful Wonderlick score. You're going center? You're going, I'm going center. guard center? Yeah, yeah I will. Yeah. I think I'm, join me. I'm with him. Oh, wow. Center. I convinced everyone. I, I was so – I was leaning that I way. I was so confident you all just well, piggybacked. The right, centers, you have, the centers call the – I mean, for most – well, I guess it's different everywhere, but most times they call the pass set in the way uh, that they're going to drop. Offensive tackle. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, Thanks, we're close. Nick. We're within the big blue really? wall. Yeah. I'm surprised tackle, though. Tackle. Well, but Wonder League 2 is also about, like, um, it's common like, sense. That's the ACT, isn't it? I think we yeah, should all is. take the Wonder League and post no, your scores. No. <laughs> well, we'll look at them first and then decide if we're going to post them. <laughs> I guarantee you I had the lowest test score. Con- the, what, the, what's the, the final score? Uh, cumulative. Yeah, but I had the lowest of the – what they call the, the individual the subjects that lead up to the cumulative. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Of anybody on this table, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm a good test taker. I'm good at figuring out these, I made these two seven answers are wrong. Math <sighs> <laughs> seven. You barely beat my science. What'd you get in ACT? I finished whatever was before the science and fell asleep and slept through an entire portion of the ACT. And she woke me up. I just filled it in. The What'd science. you get? It's close to seven or an eight. Good. But I, I, I didn't even read it. <laughs> I tried. It was like all C's because I had been asleep. You know how people have those excuses? Well, I stayed up all night. I just didn't prepare. I studied. I worked. I tried. Seven. Hey, can't teach football. Yeah. Don't need science and math. And I love stats. A- Isn't that weird? It, it is weird. weird. Yeah. Maybe you just Jinx. got a bad test. Yeah, it was a, it was a junk test. Maybe a bad pencil. Yeah. You definitely. got the, the A. Did you Christmas tree it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a trick pencil. I was a one and done. I was out on that. I was like, I'll take it, and I'm out. What'd you, have, what'd you get? I 31. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, Charles is a genius. No wonder they gave you a preferred walk-on spot. <laughs> they were like, this That's kid. That's the only reason. You got to drive that to think that might be the only reason. <laughs> I don't even you can take my test score twice and still not get to yours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what I had total. I just remember my science when I slept through and hey. bombed it. Prop fifth, prop was it? What was it? Prop 41, 48? 48, yeah. You had to make a 15 on the ACT to play football. 
Get that 15. 15, baby. Woo! Twice. Right. Twice. Boy, that's bad half hour there. That's Twice, better. baby. Oh, man, this is good. This is good to get the folks back. Get everybody oh, yeah. back together. Talked a little Wonderlick scores. Yeah. Talked about Landon Young embarrassing me. Show, showing me up. Yeah, definitely showing me up. We're clearly a boss man fat podcast. Yes, and a Bully McCall podcast. We're pretty excited for the spring season. we got a lot to get to. You learned about Tristan Wirfs? Yep. Yeah. Right now we haven't had a lot to give you because they're just getting started. But I'd say the next one, there'll be so much info. We might just do like an eight-hour show. We didn't even get into movies. Didn't get into movies? I did enjoy right, the John Short prediction report. Yep, that was, was pretty good. good. You seen 1917? I actually haven't yet. It's oh, good. you got I haven't that. seen a good movie in a while. So 1917 I'm is it. I'm behind on my movies. Go see it. It's good. Yeah. I, I'm a big That's fan of Toy Story That's one you need to see in the theater, too. Get over there. Yeah. I haven't seen I'm, I'm, I haven't seen Toy Story 4. I, it's I'm, on Disney+. I'm, Plus. It's great. I'm lacking. Can I tell you all, uh, Tom Hanks guy here. Yeah. Big Tom Hanks guy. Yep. Big Mr. Rogers guy. Oh, did you see it? I haven't seen it. I I'm was not, very disappointed. I've not seen oh, it. I can't imagine I that. I watch the trailer and get chills every time. Yeah, I did and too. I didn't even don't watch it. Mr. Don't, Rogers. don't watch it. Don't do it. I just I would rather watch the doc. Like, there's a documentary. I've it's, seen it's, both. It's Documentaries on, 50 million times better. It's on HBO, right? The documentary? Yeah. Could be. I saw it at Kentucky Theater. I watched Captain Phillips. Movie, oh, a little disappointing. Captain Phillips is good. Yeah. I'm the captain now. I watched that last night. I'm the captain now. Tom it's Hanks is often in uh, in some kind of transportation. Oh, lots accident. of disasters. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know. I would never leave my house if I were Tom Hanks. I'm pretty sure the, that Chase Serrano wrote an essay about all of the disasters and adventures he's gotten oh, really? himself into. Yeah. He was uh, in a plane, plane crash. Yeah. Multiple, I think. Yeah, well, his helicopter didn't go down in Vietnam. Um, he just had to run. That's true. It, it, it went up and bit him. I was running. <laughs> is 1917 better than Forrest Gump? No, no, no it's not. Because no ever, no movie ever. Is Dude, 1917. Are you Forrest Gump guy too? Absolutely. That's why you were my favorite player. <laughs> I knew there was a reason. Come on now, Jenny's the worst, but other than that's the best movie in the world. Oh man, and you all have been the best for putting up with us, just yes. going all over the place today. It's been a wild time, and I'm just glad that I've got some shield here because I'm dying of thirst. Yeah, it was a one long more time shout talking. out to shield. For real, I'd never shield tried that until sword. today. That's good stuff. And you can get these over Lexington, right, Freddie? Yeah. No, yeah. no, you you, have, you can get them at Sword headquarters. Okay. Yeah, you we'll can order, order them online. Yeah, you can order them online. Okay, good. Because I got to yeah. get some more. I'm thirsty. I have a case. I had a case of sword. I'm you already two yeah. a day. I'm I'm getting close to getting Keeps the, the doctor away. I will be picking up a case. That was good. If it's good enough for Limbone and Freddie Maggart, it's good enough for me, and it should be good enough for you too. And I hope we were good enough for you today. It was good to get the game back together. We'll have more football talk throughout the spring season. Remember, go Cats, go Kroger. And peep the technique. Don't sweat the technique.